Pickaxe. Oh, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Oh, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Hey, you'll find I'm in DJ247. Looks boring. What are you on about? It All of great. their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like it you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> VG247's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, you're listening to the High Rollers D&D podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Mark Sherlock-Humes. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm playing Ayla, a wild elf barbarian. I'm Tom. I'm playing Kilek Adkalar, an Arakokra bard slash cleric. And I'm Kim. I'm playing Nova, who is an air ganassi, and she is a hexblade warlock. I am Chris Trott. I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastro, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon. I'm playing Sentry. I am a guardian paladin. Thanks to our sponsors, D&D Beyond and Brilliant.org. Let's begin our first episode in the world of Erois. Shall we begin? Let's. I think so. Yes, please. Yeah. The skyship lurches and the world suddenly falls away and snaps back into place. A flash of light fills your groggy, sleep-addled vision, followed by a boom of thunder that rattles the ethereum-infused wood of the hull of the sparrow blade. The cabins are dark and only the faint dim of starlight and the luminescent glow of the cradle provide any light. As you fully begin to awaken, you feel the airship rocking unevenly, swaying. You hear cracks of thunder and flashes of lightning outside, and what sounds like cries and shouts of battle above, and screams from below decks. Uh, what I would like is... What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Quill, yourself and Sentry are sharing one bunk on uh-huh. the Sparrow Blade, this airship that you are taking towards the uh, city of Gusthaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nova and Ayla, you are also sharing a bunk. You've been traveling together on, on the trip so far. And Lucius, your bunkmate, uh, you've not really spoken to them, but he is a dwarven fellow. Um, you just know him, his first name is Arvel. Um, and you all awaken as suddenly the airship lurches in place. Uh, you, feel you're kind of, you feel yourself staggered around for a moment. Perhaps your belongings shift ever so slightly in the room. Um, and yeah, you begin to hear these noises of battle outside um, and cries coming from down below. What would you like to do? I was sucking my thumb. Okay. <laughs> and cradling a little soft toy okay. when I was woken up. So the toy actually fumbles out of your hands and skids Daddy! to the floor. Um, Daddy! What, what in blazes going on? The dwarf oh, kind sorry. of looks around. Sorry, sorry, Arvel. What's going what? on? I don't know, tell me. Another flash of lightning outside, followed by this boom of thunder, and you feel the airship rattle once again. Why is it moving so erratically? In the flash of light, you can see that, yeah, it's, uh, apart from these flashes of light, there's, you, you're struggling to see. Um, only those of you with dark vision can actually see fairly well uh, currently. Find Snubbles! 
Where's Snubbles? What are you talking about? <laughs> My uh, toy! Nova and Ayla, what are you guys doing? So you literally, you are woken up by this like mid-sleep. Yeah. You don't know what time it is. It's pitch black, but you can feel that something is wrong with the ship. So feeling that, like hearing the thunder and the lightning, Ayla's instinctively going to look at her own hands first. Just uh, to, like, it's not you. She's just... Nothing on your hands. Nope. No. Okay. Yeah. Nothing on And she's hands. gonna jump up and look around. Is Nova, are you still in bed? Are you? Uh, I'd like to think that I would have woken up, like, really undignified. Just like, huh! and I'm just cuddling, <laughs> I'm cuddling one of my books and I've probably just fallen on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of fall out of the bed as it lurches because it's actually like tipping to the side every now and then as well. So you're almost thrown out of bed, the blanket kind of half wrapped I'm, around I'm, you. I'm a mess. Um, <laughs> she's just going to come over and just sort of pick you up. And, no, come on. You want to get that sword of yours? You're going to need it. What? Why? No. Books. No, come on. Uh, Put the book down. Put me down. Quill and Sentry, what about you guys? Sentry, 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 Lightning Sentry, Sentry, what's going on? Sentry? I don't know. Okay. Are you okay? No. You're okay? I think I'm going to maybe send Echo out and maybe try... Okay, so you're going to open the door and send him out? Okay. I'm guessing as well, Sentry, because you are a construct and... You've kind of got this metal frame. I'm guessing you just have your armor on because you don't yeah. sleep. You just kind of power down. <laughs> so you're, you're still in your full armor. Anybody else who wears armor, it depends on whether you would naturally sleep in it. Otherwise, you are in bed clothes. Like this journey so far, you've been on this ship for maybe a few days. There's not been any reason for you to, to feel that you're in danger or anything like that. But whether you want to be in armor I've or got not. Pink satin pajamas. Okay, just you're in pajamas with little sockies. Clothes and okay. a hat with a bauble on the end. Okay. So uh, you, Sentry, go up to the door, and you, you, you don't have dark vision, do you? No, I have So yeah. it's incredibly dim. You fumble around for a moment, and you manage to find the handle to this kind of uh, airship's cabin door. You open it up, and you see kind of this dark corridor. But you do see that uh, another door opposite yours has opened, and there is a woman with uh, dark skin, wearing um, kind of plain sort of like nightdress. Okay. Um, and she's kind of looking out, but she has a glowing holy symbol of a half circle with stars above it, which you would know is the symbol of Siaska, uh, the star mother, the main goddess of Erois. And she's kind of hovering this light, kind of like peering down like, what's going on? You can kind of see her looking around. And then uh, Echo, your little kind of like flying ball of metal and wood with this purple gemstone just kind of apparates out of your body and and flies out into the corridor. Um, and you're going to send him down, or are you just looking around outside? I'm going to have a look around first, okay. see if I can see anything. So you see this woman kind of like startled for a moment, but she, you recognise her as another passenger that's been on the ship, and she kind of looks at, at it as it kind of floats down. You can see that nothing seems to be wrong in this corridor. Um, this is kind of like where the passenger quarters are. You're on a passenger deck of the airship, okay. um, and it just stretches down. There are some restrooms, and then it goes into a larger space where you know the galley is. Okay. Um, and in fact, I'll just rip this on the map. So you can see that it kind of yeah, extends down. There is a staircase that leads down and okay. Echo, as you're kind of like focusing your mind and your hearing through Echo, um, from the stairs leading down to the below decks, you hear a blood-curdling scream, as okay. in somebody being potentially attacked. Okay. Uh, you just hear this like, Aah! Okay, cool. Wilhelm. So um, is she blind and deaf. So you, Sentry is like holding the door open, but it's like she's shut down. Like the 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 doll in her kind of purple eyes has faded, okay. and she's just focusing. Uh, Arvel, this dwarf, kind of like you can see him stumbling around, and he's like 
putting on like a leather jerkin and things like that. He's just like, I don't know what that sound is, but it don't sound no good. And he goes over to his pack and pulls out what appears to be like a large crossbow. And he starts pulling out bolts really? and things like that. You think that. it's turning to that already? Do we not have guards or something? You're from the from the Sky Cities, ain't you, boy? Yes, Gustave. Must have heard of Sky Pirates before. No. Only Daddy told me the secrets and the, the stories, right? They're not real. He gestures and you hear like the sounds of battle um, and the ship lurches once more. He's just like, sure don't feel like no stories, boy. Um, and he begins like, heading up to the door. I'm gonna, he opens the door I'm and like, rummage like, around starts looking around for my arcane focus that's on my hand. Okay, so you get your like slip uh, it gemstone. on. Basically, a gemstone on the back. Mm-hmm. Those of other little gemstones all so you, it's like a glove, together. but yeah, connected with metal and things like that. strips, and I'll just like daintily like hold Sneak onto his shoulders him. and mm-hmm. push him. He's <laughs> kind of like looking around, and you can see that he's an older dwarf, like maybe like middle aged for his kind. Um, so he's got streaks of grey in the beard. Um, his tunic, like he's he's basically got like he's managed to pull on trousers and a shirt and a vest, like a thick leather vest, but it's very finely embroidered and well made and he's got like rings and necklaces on and he looks quite like quite wealthy. I'm so thankful that you're here, Arvel. You right. protect us, right? Shh, keep it down. Okay. Uh, Nova and Ayla. Yeah, so because I can see better, I've got dark vision, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go up to the door, I'm going to grab my, ha- my hammer, my okay, war hammer, so make sure that I've got that. Um, and look out the door, and I'm guessing I see Lucius opposite. Well, you see, yeah, you see this dwarf kind of hunched down, looking down. He kind of gives you a nod, and you see Lucius above him. You also see Echo floating around. You see this flying metal ball uh, hovering around. And then you also see, just poking her head out of the other door, uh, if you can move that to the other door for me, um, this, yeah, this dark-skinned woman kind of holding this holy symbol, and that is creating some light in the corridor. She's kind of, like, looking down, like... It's otherwise quite dim. Yeah. Yeah. Can I it's, see his ridiculous right? pajamas? Of course you can. Oh, nice pajamas, pretty boy. Oh, thank really, you. really great. That's yes. going to help us. I don't think now's the time to talk about mm. fashion, but okay. I appreciate I just, your... uh, I'm just going to start walking down the hall. Oh, good. More muscle. Uh, as Thanks. you start walking down, uh, the dwarf kind of comes out and follows behind you. I've got a mini for Arvel as well, if you can move that down. Um, but the woman kind of is just like, what's going on? Do you, is this, are you aware of what's happening? No, but I'm going to find out. She, you want to come? She like looks back in the room, and um, as you're passing by, you probably notice that you can see inside the room there is a another man wearing uh, similar kind of robes, um, and he's kind of like sat on a bed, and you can see he's got another one of these holy symbols with a light kind of emanating from it. And next to him is a girl, maybe about 14 or 15. She's got long dark hair. She's kind of wearing like basic like night clothes, just like a kind of ragged shirt. Um, and she's kind of like looking around, like they, they seem to be whispering. Um, and the woman who's been speaking to you just turns back and she's like, Corin, stay there with Vala. I, I'm going to go with these. And he's like, be safe. Um, I'm going to turn and say, Sentry, uh, uh, could really use that act right now, buddy. Nice. So you snap out of it. Snap out of it. And so he just bobs, yeah, yeah, he just kind of bobs next to you. Um, cool, I grab my axe and I go with Ayla. Okay. Uh, uh, so Quill, you watch Sentry. behind Sentry. Uh, another... Oh. Of we really have to get into combat now. Yes, do, hello, hi. Do we have to? We don't have to, right? What's happening? It's optional. Does anyone know what's happening? What's it's going on? It's not optional, pretty boy. It's well, not optional. Well, it looks like you two have it quite figured out. We need to keep you guys safe. Yes, yes, excellent. Thank you, Sentry. Okay. I love it that. It might be better yes. if you stay back. Oh, I'll stay right back. Right yeah. at the back. You're going to be a problem, I can tell. <laughs> uh, Nova! Nova! I think, I'd like to think that at this point, all you can hear is like some thumps and cursing from our room. And I'm just trying to get dressed. Like, damn, we got 
there's something in that room. There's something in that room over there. And then I'll literally just fall out back. So now that you're all gathered, why don't we just really quickly, although things are tense, just give, especially for people who might be listening on audio podcasts, just give a verbal description of what you look like. We'll start with Ayla because you're in the lead. Oh, okay. So Ayla, um, she has got uh, long, sort of very vibrant, fiery red hair. Uh, She's got lots of braids in it, sort of very Vikings kind of style. She's quite muscular. She is a wild elf, so she's more muscular than, say, Lucius is Mm -hmm. as a high elf. Um, and yeah, she, she's sort of in just sort of leathers and she's got a bit of tartan strapped to her belt as well. And Very... you've got a massive warhammer. And a massive warhammer. Okay. Uh, Quill? I am a brown feathered bird aracocra uh, with one large wing uh, coming out of a cloak, but the other wing is um, missing and covered over by a red cloak. Okay. Uh, but I'm relatively short. I'm actually probably shorter than most of the people in the pine. Um, and I'm just sort of carrying behind Sentry a little he's bit. Got more of a, he's got more of a falcon kind of face. Yeah, right? peregrine yeah. falcon, blithe falcon hawk. Okay. Oh! Go. Technically, <laughs> I think you'll find. Uh, what does Nova look like for us, Kim? Um, she's pretty young. Uh, she has star freckles. Um, she's blue, being an Erganassi. Um, kind of tousled hair, like, I don't know, like fluffy clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's dressed in a sort of, almost like a uniform. Um, yeah, and I lots think of pouches and scrolls. Lots of pouches, scrolls, books, writing equipment. Like she's more of a scholar <clears throat> than a fighter. But you can see the, the main thing with Nova is, despite the scholarly appearance, she has this very long, elegant, almost alien-looking longsword. Um, it kind of has these very weird blue curves to it. I um, mean, it doesn't look like anything made on Erois. And she does not know how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Lucius. Uh, I am a very classical looking high elf with big pointy ears, very pale skin, blonde long hair. platinum blonde hair, mm-hmm. but uh, the unique thing about me is I've got two different completely solid coloured eyes. One is blue and one is orange. I'm wearing very elegant noble clothing that's usually purple right now, it's pyjamas, with a tall <laughs> collar and a cape that goes over one shoulder that's kind of like a half cape and a sash and I'm full of gems and colours and silk gloves. Yeah, magic. Sentry? Cool, cool. I am a uh, like a robot almost looking being. I'm really tall. Um, I'm sort of very silvery and I have a green sort of tarp over my body. I have like vines in my hair with flowers growing out of it because I'm really old. And then I have a massive shield and a nice sort of dainty but really powerful looking battle axe. So as you're making your way down this corridor, it is pitch black with only this faint glimmer. And the light being given off of this priestess's holy symbol is almost like starlight. It's very silvery, very dim, but very faint. Um, And as you begin kind of slowly making your way down the corridor, those of you who are moving, you hear and feel a sudden, from maybe at the back end of the ship, further than where you are currently headed, there is an explosion. You kind of almost feel like this ragged bolt of force as you're kind of jostled around, things fall over, you can hear boxes being toppled in nearby rooms, um, and everybody's kind of thrown. There is a faint scream from the girl, uh, the younger girl in the rooms behind you, um, and yeah, you just kind of feel this rocking force as it kind of lurches for a second. I'd probably trip over Nova. Fall <laughs> <laughs> no. over. Sure, you can no. be prone. You're very heavy. Get yes. off. Yes, you should see me with my full clothes I on. I am going to keep pushing forward. Okay. So basically, uh, yeah, just keep moving forward so you can go down. You pass what appear to be a bunch of restrooms. Okay. Um, uh, you can see that they're marked uh, for men and women. Um, and yeah, there, there seem to be like short little kind of like cabins where there is obviously, you know, the necessities. Um, but as you begin making your way down, you see this 
dark set of stairs, and it is pitch black down there. Even with your dark vision, like, there is a heavier darkness. Like, you can still see into it, but you can tell that, you know, all the, no, there's no light down there whatsoever. You'd be completely without any light whatsoever. Um, but the screaming from down there has stopped. Um, but you can still hear the signs of battle above you, which is the main deck of the airship. So um, do we hear anything at all from below now, or is it you can silent? Make a perception check for yeah. me. First roll. Whoa! Oh, that's a good one. Nice. Uh, 21. 21. So you strain your hearing, and you kind of let your senses adjust, and you kind of almost try and place yourself back in the forests and the coast where you grew up when you'd be hunting wild game. And you clench the warhammer tightly as you strain, and just ever so faintly from deep down below you, you can hear this kind of almost like metal on metal like scraping and just this like a heavy breathing it's just like almost scratching on wood and then you also notice something else out the corner of your eye just coming round the corridor you'd see two shadowy looking figures uh, they appear to be wearing thick black leathers uh, they have full hoods with f- completely full face masks, like completely encased with almost like a, a skull-like grimace. Um, and they're wearing these thick leather tunics with big, long, thick black cloaks. They kind of stoop round and you just kind of catch them and you have this moment where like they look at, they seem to be looking at you, although you can't tell with these full masks and you're looking at them. And then you just hear one of them just go like, looks like some of them are awake. Let's finish them off. And that's going to be initiative Whoa. roll, please. All of us? Everybody, please. Okay. okay. <coughs> so, Ayla. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Quill. Uh, 17. Nova. Uh, so... <laughs> trying to find my initiative. Yeah, it's at the top. Yeah. Should be at the top. Uh, Getting used 10. to being DB on, but we'll get there. Lucius. 18. 18. Sentry. Uh, I'm trying to find my initiative. Which so it should one? be... Uh, mm-hmm. Just add initiative, uh, deck, so it's just plus zero. It should be on there somewhere, shouldn't it? Oh, yeah, okay. just add your deck to the fire. Okay, cool. That's three. 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 Solid. Oh, yeah. Oh, Slow <laughs> robo-body. Um, so, Lucius, you would normally be going first, but one of... Uh, in fact, actually... Uh, you hear the the woman at the back, this kind of priestess, just kind of it makes her way out, and this she one? just seems to be following the crowd. She's basically unaware of what's going on, so she just makes her way, and she'll move down the corridor to round about where Sentry is, um, and she just kind of is. She looks to towards you, Sentry, and is like, oh, "I'm so glad that we have a guardian with us. Uh, at least, I'm sure. I'm hoping that the crew can take care of this." And then by that point, uh, we move on, Lucius. Oops, I'm- Terribly sorry. Get off of me! How uncouth! I get up and I just start. I'll just just see what's going on. Arvel! Arvel! Shut your mouth. Keep quiet. Sorry. Uh, And you're just going to move up there? Yep. Quill. I don't know what's going on. So you see Ayla. um, You don't have dark vision, do you? I don't have dark vision, but But I have 20 passive perception. Can I hear those guys? I would say that you you hear that voice. You hear that, like, looks like some of them are alive. Okay. Let's um, finish them off. In that case, I would like to cast Shield of Faith on Ayla. 
So you're gonna now is that touch or is that a range? It's one? a range, sixty foot. Okay. So you get plus two to your AC. So you you hear let's kill them, and then there's just like this sudden realization. Yes, we'll protect what, that one. So you hold you hold out the wing yeah. and you utter a small prayer. Yep. Um, and what does the shield? What does it look like? Does it so have a particular? As look? I like swing my wing round, some white shimmering sort of ethereal feathers also spray out from that, and I guess they coat round Ayla. And they just um, like float around. And I guess then vanish okay. into like some sort of invisible okay. shield that's Perfect. around her. I remember it's concentration. Um, it's a concentration for 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, also, I would then like to sort of whisper to Ayla and just say, I'm sure you've got this one. Um, yeah, thanks, bird boy. And does that count as a... Um, as a bardic inspiration? As a bardic inspiration. Oh, I'm sure you've got this one. <laughs> I'm sure you've got this one. I, I feel oh. very inspired by that, Tom Hayden. You've got it. <laughs> Magic. But yeah, um, that's your bonus action. And right? then I've got bardic inspiration. Oh, that was, sorry, that was two bonus uh, actions I just said then. Oh, it's Shield of Faith bonus yeah, action. Yeah, sorry, yes. ignore that. No, I, 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 okay. And I'll leave it at that. You just give us some verbal inspiration, I'll, not yeah. some mechanical Thanks. inspiration. Yeah. Thanks. So, uh, so at the end cool. of your turn, Quill, one of them uh, seems he. Like, one of them turns to the other. Is like they have a spellcaster. I'll deal with them. Uh, <laughs> and you watch as he basically runs, tries to run up the side of the wall. Who's just saying you're here? Ayla. <laughs> well, that depends <laughs> on how well he manages to run along the wall. Run along the uh, wall. So you watch as he kind of kips up, and the ship almost seems to lurch as he then begins running along the side. Oh my god! Oh, he bounces Christ. off. Ayla, you go to swing, but it's just so fast <laughs> that you kind of judge that. He lands and he throws a dagger in the direction of what he thinks is Quill, but it's probably going to hit Sentry instead. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, Can I use my um, reaction? Well, this is going for you. It's not going okay, for Quill, fine. so it's just okay. going to target you directly. Right. Uh, that is going to be an 18 to hit. Ooh. And I don't. I need a D4. Such an what unprepared dungeon you? master. Uh, uh, Lucy is 18, isn't it? So you take four, five points of damage, minus one because of your royal shield. So you'll take four, four points. points. Um, so this dagger kind of flies forward, and you manage to bring up the shield, but the kind of shock kind of knocks a bit of the wind out of you. And this dagger kind of like thuds in, and he looks. There's more of them back here. Yes. <laughs> around the corner. Oh no. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> so that was one of their dynamic combat actions. Christ. Uh, so after Quill, we then have. Was that custom? Huh? Maybe. Arvel, <laughs> actually. Arvel is like, what in the blazes are they? And he's just like, Evangeline, don't fail me now. And he pulls up this like heavy His looking crossbow. crossbow. Oh, has yes. the Cute. Uh, and he's like, Kit! and he shoves Quill to kind of the side and he raises it up. <laughs> Who names the crossbow? It's a, uh, a very nice name. Uh, he does the crossbow kind of like, flies out and you watch it. It sails past quite expertly between yours and the woman next to you and thuds into the guy's side. Um, oh, a great shot. I'm so yeah. impressed. Thanks, kid. Uh, nice. And yeah, you, you kind of hear like this <laughs> uh, as it thuds in, and you can see the guy's kind of like bleeding from like one, some sort of wound that he's uh, been Ooh. dealt. Um, however, the other assailant uh, then fully steps round, and he kind of locks eyes with Ayla. He holds out his hand like a free hand, and a blade of black <laughs> energy just. <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs in. 
Oh no! Runs in with a strike. Oh, no. <laughs> Level two. TPK. Speak yourself. I'm at the back. So because it is dim light, he has advantage. He has advantage in dim light. Yeah. Can I use my reaction uh, on this one? You uh, you are not within no. five feet of her. Sadly, right. you've got to be next Sorry. to her to be oh able to do it. That is going to be a twenty-three to hit. That oh boy. Hit. Just. So that's going to be. So that's going to be 15 psychic damage. 15 damage? What? As this blade, it doesn't, like, it just passes through your armor and it passes through the magic shield. And you don't feel a cut, but it's just, you're racked with pain as this blade, like. So that took you like rage? a lot of. It won't. It doesn't work against psychic damage. Does uh, well, you, does that, it? Well, yeah, it doesn't. No, it's only. Yeah. You're, it's only if you're um, a bear barbarian, and then even ah. then, psychic still affects you. Yeah. So you watch as this guy kind of like runs in and kind of samurai style. He swipes you with a blade, and for a second you don't feel it, and then your just body is just like ah, like racked with pain. Um, mm. After him, oh, let me just take these off. That hurt a lot. So we have uh, Nova. <laughs> I mean, um, so once I kind of stumble yeah. upright, mm-hmm. um, can I see this guy? Do I recognize him? You would recognize these. Okay. You've encountered these kind of figures you. before, but these you've never seen them summon. Like you know, watching the kind of thing you have. Do you have dark vision? No. Then you you don't see the blade of energy, but you see the one that jumped forward and threw the dagger, and, and you just the recognize the mask more than anything. Uh, okay. These are the ones that you encountered in the shuttle. Can that, I tell that like kind Tiangong. of who they're coming for, maybe, or like? No. You can give me an insight check, sure. Okay. Uh, uh. Oh. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a moment where you you want to try and figure it out. But your mind is taken back to those panicked, that panicked flight through the abandoned shuttle, this kind of ancient derelict magical ship where you found Tiangong. And you, all you remember is the fear of like these guys chasing you and it just overwhelms mm-hmm. you for a second. Okay, I, I probably can't Eldritch Blast, can I? Because there's just too many people. No, you can. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, you can. He might get some cover from it though. Okay, I'm going to Eldritch Blast shot. then. I'm just going to like. I'm just gonna kind of once I stand up and look and go, oh no, oh no, and just like just try and. <laughs> okay. So you and how does it look when you do your Eldritch Blast? Does like do you see the blade shimmer or do you just summon it from your hands? Or I think yeah, the blade would glow first so you and then like, just <laughs> shoot it out on my hands. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The same color as the blade. It's this bluish yeah. kind of glowing so, blue energy. Cool. <laughs> So that's a seven to hit. Seven. Unfortunately, like with the, not only is it just the cover, but this guy, he kind of like the gold mask snaps up and he dodges to the side as this like energy barrier Jeez. launches past. Um, yeah, doesn't seem to. Uh, that's all I can do for now. Doesn't seem to do anything. At the end of your turn, the one that just hit uh, Ayla uh, is actually going to try and do the same thing. Of he kind of like leaps over you and is going to try and run along the wall. Let's see if he does it. However, this time he doesn't do it quite adeptly enough that he avoids the attack of opportunity. He avoids it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't avoid it, so he gets it. Oh, and he's yeah. also jumped right up. Okay. Yep. Oh Christ. Is that from Sentry as well? Just from Ayla. It's just from the person he disengaged. Twenty-four to hit. Yes, that hits him. So as he leaps up, this time you're ready for it. You swing the hammer in a large arc. Nine points of damage. Nine points. Sweet. So this one, he, you feel the blow connect, but he still manages to keep running with the momentum. But as he lands, he kind of stumbles awkwardly, spins around, and now holds up this kind of energy blade in front of him. 
The one that had jumped in front of you, Sentry, uh, the one that threw the dagger, you see him, like, now he holds up his hand and... In fact, I have to make a concentration check for the one you just hit, but he passes it. Uh, this energy blade comes in, and he goes okay. goes to strike at you with it. So that is going to be a... advantage. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. Oh no. What's your AC? Uh, my AC is. So it's combat. on combat. combat. So you okay. Slide that down. 18. 18. So he does hit you, unfortunately. Uh, for uh, 11 points of psychic damage. Right. <laughs> and again, you feel this, even though like your body is made of wood and metal and stone, yeah. you still feel in your matrix, you feel this agonizing pain like kind of course through ah, your body. Okay. Um, as he leaps over. Jeez. Okay. Not like that. Before. Ayla. It's your I don't turn. Like these guys. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna smack the one that's right beside me then, because he's right here. Mm-hmm. So you turn on the one that's now currently facing uh, Sentry, and you can see he's aware of you. Ah, it's only twelve to hit. And you did not state no. that it was going to be a reckless attack beforehand. So yeah. this time you go to swing, and you think you've got him because he's turned away from you, but he kind of spins around at the last second and then puts his foot on the hammer, almost kind of trying to keep it to the ground. Oh, wow. Looks like he's ready to try and strike Jeez. at you. Sentry. Cool. Um, all right, I'm getting real, real anxious. I want these guys to be gone. Uh, <laughs> real quick. Real quick. I would um, say that actually as well, Sentry, you are them? also, you would also recognize these guys because they wear an outfit. It's not the same, yeah. but this is very similar to what the forces of Starbane wore during the war. Christ, so these, these, yeah. these look very similar to these yeah. ancient enemies. Oh, Starbaneers? So yeah. cool. I wouldn't Can... know who these are. Can I cast? And I'm, I know that the audience won't know who Starbane is, but that's part of the mystery of it all. Yeah. We'll find out in time. Over the next two years. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you like to do, Sentry? Can I cast Thunderous Smite and get the guy between me and Ayla? Yes, absolutely, you can. Fantastic. So, Thunderous Smite, read this out. Bonus. So, the first time you hit a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, your weapon rings with thunder that is audible within 300 feet of you, and the attack deals an extra 2d6 of thunder damage to the target. Perfect. Perfect. So and it's a, a bonus action, roll, yeah. so you use your bonus action to cast it. And yeah. now you make your, your normal weapon. And I know what she's about cool. to do, so I like. <laughs> yeah, no, well, here it is, so. so you're doing a normal battle axe attack. Yep. Okay, so, so it's one, one uh, wing, D20. One wing covers one ear. 11 plus 5, 60. That is enough. Shoulder. You kind of bring the hammer down, bring the battle axe in, you kind of raise up your shield. Like purple glowing your eyes like, glow purple, and the yeah. blade kind of hums with the same purple energy, and then the battle axe comes smashing into this creature. Yes. So uh, roll the normal battle axe damage, and then this so one is. 1D8 plus 3. And then you also add. And then you also add. I'll give you an extra d6 for this. You might as well roll them all together. Nice. And then plus three to this. Whoops. Twelve. Eight. That was full damage. Oh my god. That is twenty plus twenty-three. Twenty-three points of damage. What? So you watch as Sentry brings up this axe, and you're kind of seeing how dangerous these things are, and recognizing them as this ancient enemy that once attacked your home. The weapon hits, um, the body kind of shudders, and Ayla, you have to leap out of the way as this kind of... (laughs) And the body is thrown, flying backwards down the stairs. Like, it's literally like... (laughs) Ayla's just going to go, I love you! That was amazing! Uh, You just see the head of the other one snap back, um, just kind of expressionless mask, just... Just doesn't say anything. 
so God, what a what a get out of here! You see the (laughs) the priestess woman next to you just kind of like looks at you, kind of stunned. um, But then, as she begins to hear the one behind you, this kind of master sailor moving, she turns around. She holds up the symbol. She takes like some deep breaths. She's like. Siaska, please. And you watch as this kind of silvery flame appears in her hand, um, and she casts uh, Sacred Flame. Uh, so that is. Does anybody have that spell that can just tell me what uh, it is? I don't bit? actually have it. Um, I can find it though. D and D Beyond. Yes. Maybe D and D Beyond could help Sacred. us. Thank you. I should have. I didn't have that prepared. There we go. Do you want to have a read? Is it that one? Oh, that's should. Sacred Flame. Thank you very much, Rhiannon. Deck saving right. throw, 1d8 radiant. Oh. Deck saving throw, 1d8 radiant. Okay, there we Chris go. He's, he's got it. it, he's on it. Yeah, you just make sure you can get back to your character. No sheet. problem. Uh, deck saving through. so he, unfortunately this time he kind of like leaps to the side as this kind of silvery star like tumbles past him. Um, but she's, you can see she's trembling with her hands, but she's kind of like holding out the symbol, almost trying to ward him off. Lucius, what would you like to do? <gasps> so you watch, you watch as he kind of swipes around, yeah. Almost <laughs> I'm going to throw out from my arcane focus an ice knife. So oh. it coalesces into a point and then I fling it forward okay. as a dagger. And so how spell does this attack. Work? So you make a spell attack. So 17 plus 5. That's going to hit him. And then it's 2d8. I'll double check. I that. believe it's a d8 piercing damage and then it does cold damage if he fails a save. Also. But if you just tap on the spell, it will, it will bring it. Yeah, up. yeah. So ice knife, it is. 1d10 piercing. Oh, nice. Uh, Hit or miss, the shard explodes. So that was half one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you watch as you kind of float. The ice arrow, the ice knife, like you throw out this bolt of nice. uh, uh, Nice? Nice. 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 This bolt of ice, uh, and it kind of. You'll get used to that, by the way, newbies. Markisms. I do that a lot. Uh, you watch as this this blade of ice just kind of cuts through his armor, but it just barely nicks him. But as it goes past him, it then. So, he, Quill, Arvin, has to make a deck saving throw. Okay. I'm RPing this, I'm sorry. Well, Arvel fails. (laughs) Also, my blue eye is going to glow. Uh, You you can do that on a creature you choose. Okay, so it will happen on him. Well, it it can't be the same creature, but there's no other things to target, so you can just... Not okay, it was just my one. I got 18. 18, save. so I'm assuming that's a pass past your save. Yes. So Arvel fails, and then he, uh, I'll roll that properly, also fails, actually. So he'll take one. <laughs> oh, if the attack hits, the creature takes 3d8. 3d8. Is it meant to hit and then explode? Oh my god. It, it kind of, it hit or miss, it explodes. Oh wait, that's, that's the wrong one, sorry. It's the wrong one. 2d6. 2d6. Borrow yours. Yeah, go for it. Hope I get really high rolls. <laughs> Six. Okay. So you watch as this ice kind of explodes outwards. It covers Arvel. He's like, ah! And he like, so terribly sorry. Um, Quill, you managed to kind of like look oh, shield it away. Um, but he's also struck by it. And you can see that these shards of ice are now embedded into his side. Ah, as he kind of stumbles back. I've only done this against trading dummies before. I'm sorry. Um... Yeah, Arvel's just like whimpering to the side. Uh, Quill. Okay, uh, I don't like that he is so close to me, so I am going to use Gust. Um, so okay. I swing a wing and uh, a huge wave of. Uh, what is your spell wind. save DC? My spell save DC uh, says strength 13 on here. Yes, yeah, so, oh, okay, so I, it's a 13. I fail. Um, okay. So what happens? So he uh, is pushed five feet away from me. 
So I just push him back up a bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> um, so you kind of like sweep the wing out and this whoosh kind of launches him down the corridor. And I will move uh, to the basically what is now the back line, which was the front line. <laughs> um, so you kind of squeeze through past Sentry and this, this woman in the, in, the, in the priestess robes. Yes, and with a bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Ayla. Yay! Okay, nice. So 1d4 plus 2. Tom Hazel's not used to low levels. He's burning through spell slots like they're going out of business. I know, that's two of them already. Um, <laughs> so you've just regained five HP. Five HP. Um, Thanks, buddy. I'm doing my job. Yay! <laughs> What's that like? Uh, what? You wouldn't oh, know! <laughs> so Arvel, uh, seeing this one next to him, uh, he just, he's like, ah! He kind of slings this crossbow behind his back. You can see it's kind of got like a strap that he slings over his shoulder. Um, he just pulls out what appears to be just like a club out of like out of his belt. Like, like, kind of like a, a Look, I said I was sorry. He like, he's like, I'll deal with you later. And then he's like, goes in to smash this oh, guy good. in the back. He's like, damn sky pirates. I'll roll that properly. 19 to hit. Oh, wow. What so a whopping yeah, uh, four well. points of damage, but that is you watch as like he probably cracks the back of his leg, and you hear like something kind of like stumble as the guy's like, ah, oh, what a guy! You'll, you'll pay for that dwarf. And as he kind of turns around, and you can see Arvel's just like, yeah, you can pay for a lot of things, like new fucking crossbow bolts. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He just shoves him sort of in the back. Um, however, it is then after him it is the assailants go. Um, he turns on Lucius, who he saw the ice knife come from. Um, Take anything you want. Uh, you watch as his his black blade kind of just shimmers out of existence. Um, like, uh, but he's just then going to turn around and he kind of sees that the situation is quite bad. He is going to bonus action teleport no. to the end of the corridor. No. Oh. no. So you watch as he kind of like darkness kind of envelops him. No. <laughs> and then he appears like next to Nova. He looks down on you, doesn't seem to like really regard you, but instead he holds out his um, arm and oh. you watch as a bolt of lightning just like <laughs> launches outwards. What, down uh, the entire hallway? What's that? No, not oh, down okay. the entire hallway. I'm not going to hit you guys with a third level spell. That just was going to hit everybody if you did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corridors. Oh, no, this man. one seems to target it's just Lucius. Oh yeah, <laughs> just Lucius. Yes. Oh good. Oh my goodness. That's fine. So, can you please, oh no, this is me, I make a ranged spell attack bonus, but, however, that is only an eight. Uh, you Ooh. dodge, you kind of like fall down, I guess, <gasps> maybe? Yes. Like, you kind of just collapse yes. <laughs> as this, like, like bolt of lightning just kind of arcs off and bounces, but you can see the charge is still in his hand. So there's no residual uh, okay. half damage. Um, no, and he just looks, he's just like, even if you kill me, none of you are leaving this ship alive. Uh, Do I get an attack of opportunity on him for like zipping into my... No, teleport face. doesn't provoke, unfortunately. Uh, however... Do, 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 what are you so mean? It is your go now, Nova. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to be like... As he appears behind me. Um, I'm going to say... Stay out of the way, Ganassi. Why are you here? He just looks down at you. Okay. Doesn't say anything. I'm just going to shout. Can I still shout at everyone? Yeah. Court of Shadows! Court of Shadows! Court of... He's with the Court of Shadows! And then Hex, uh, no, not Hex. Hex. Um, no. Uh, Unless you are super old or into history, you won't know what that is. Nah, no idea. I'm surrounded by idiots! Sentinels. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. So he is right next to you, so it will be at disadvantage. What? Okay. Yep. Um, or you 13. could, yeah, because he's in melee range. Can I? 13? You're can quite I... intelligent though, aren't you? Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not? 
No. Carry on, Kim. I'll, t- I'll answer your question in a moment. Can I hex Lucius. Him as well? Like, so bonus so, action hex, and then yes, um, bonus action, action first, and then yeah. you take the action. So you cast you cast hex. Yeah. Okay, so it's one of your spell slots. Uh-huh. So you hex him. Pick one of his stats that he has uh, disadvantage on on um, skill checks. I would like to hex his dex. Dexterity. Okay, so you kind of you you watch again. The blade pulses for a second, and then you watch as kind of like almost like bands of this blue energy kind of like start ensorcelling his limbs, and you can see he's kind of like sluggish looking around. Um, and then, what would you like to do for your action, Nova? Can I move back, or will he? He'll you can go. disengage, yeah, but that's your full action. That's to my do. full action, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, ah, screw it. I'll just try and blast him. Okay, so disadvantage. Wow. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. No, because it's so close. You try and bring the hand round, but he sees what you're doing and just kind of, kind of almost grabs your arm, shoves it against the wall as it's just like this blast just echoes around, and you you feel that connection with the blade, um, and you just kind of this one word just wield. You just hear this kind of like in your mind. Um, After Nova, it is he's dead. Ayla. <laughs> no, I have only, far I only cost one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of why he did it. You're not raging yet, are you? I've only cost... Uh, yeah, uh, I've only cost Hex. I can only get to here. Yep. Um, you could throw the hammer at him. Could yeah. I You'd move be a disadvantage up? if you threw it. Oh yeah, you could move up. What'd you like to do? Can I try and throw the hammer? No, yeah, I don't you can, if you move up as close... Then I don't have the hammer. You have fists. The true barbarian way. And a face. <laughs> he does look, I will say, he looks quite injured. Like, you can see he's holding, like, where he's been wounded multiple times. He's got all these ice shards, like, literally, like, big shards of ice sticking out of his side. Oops. So does Arvel. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think I'll, I'll hold, and if he comes within distance of me, I will Okay, so you're just him. readying yourself, and Ready you're going to hold your action. To, nice. to him. Okay, sentry. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think. Hmm. So Ayla there, Nova's there. I kind of. I think I want to stay at the back, protect. But the, the three of these guys. Okay. So I think what because um, is his name Arvel? Yes, yeah. the dwarf. I think he's been hurt. So yes. I think I want to protect him. Okay. And the guys at the back. Okay. So um, can I cast? Uh, shield of Faith on Arvel, and then just move up between him and yep. Lucius. Yeah, absolutely. So you like you uh, yeah. you kind of summon the magic that was imbued into your matrix, and you kind of touch Arvel, um, and you watch as again this kind of thing, and he's like, "What? What did you just do?" And he's like looking around, um, and he just kind of like looks at you startled, but then he kind of just brings the crossbow, kind of gets his crossbow back out, and starts reloading it, and he's like looking at you curiously. Nice. So first turn attack. Second turn, protect. Yeah. Okay, cool. I protect, I also attach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the sister uh, that's seen all of this go on, she will kind of step up behind you because she saw you get hit, and she's going to lay her hand. She's like, Guardian, I, I don't know if this will work, but I hope that it will. And she's going to cast Cure Wounds for eight hit points. Nice. And you feel like the wood of your kind of like form begin to knot and, and rebind as your, your damage begins to heal. Awesome. Uh, Quill. Uh, oh, sorry, Lucius, actually. Um. Now, don't be getting hitting nobody else. Hit the bad guy! You're making me nervous! <laughs> Fireball. Okay. Um, uh, it's attack, spell attack for you. Yep, yep, yep. 
So that is plus nope. five. No. <laughs> Seven. You're making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Your just like it hits the wooden ceiling of the oh, ship no. and just oh. begin to like burn a little bit. It's not good. Arthur, use one of your shards in your leg. And put it out. <laughs> he, he just he's like, I don't want to look up right now. I don't want to see it. I don't want to deal with it. Uh, so like then, to point out, it is no longer Quill. Juto setting things on fire. <laughs> well, um, okay. I am going to. Hmm. I'm gonna. I can't really get into range to do to get to 15 feet away from him. So you can move through friends. It's just difficult to range. Yeah, it's just too far away for me okay. where I am now. Um, I will move up to behind um, Sentry, mm-hmm. uh, place a hand on her, and give her guidance. Okay. Um, so you what can roll a D4 to add that to a number. Uh, to any ability check of your choice. Oh, nice, thank you. Arvel. For one round. For one, for one round. round. Mm. Arvel's just like. You can. Uh, yeah, he's reloading this turn because he hit him last turn, so that's what Arvel's doing. The assailant is gonna. You can still see this charge. Um, he's gonna. He threw his dagger. Doesn't have his lightning thing. He's cast that. Yeah, he's just gonna. With the, the witch bolt, he's gonna try and um, lash out again, I think. Um, Amir? Yep, but this time again, the bolt just... Uh, he'd probably go for Ailer, actually. Um, but it doesn't matter, I rolled a two. Uh, so you watch as he goes to do this, and you almost like laugh as you see this kind of lightning bolt, um, but it just kind of goes wide. It almost seems to arc Surely. away from you. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> oh, wow. As it hits into it the side of the wall. Oh, I wish it did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it Nova. doesn't. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't. Uh, <laughs> like okay, cool. I'm going to be like... And just very nervously bring Tiangong out. So you kind of pull this sword and you're kind of holding it like awkwardly. It's like clearly you're kind of holding it in a weird way. It was judging really hard Uh, right now. I'm a scholar. I'm not a fighter. I'm looking in awe. Oh, wow. Praise 23. So you watch. She doesn't look like she knows what she's doing. And then suddenly she snaps forward. She faints high and then cuts down low like an expert swordsman. What? How much? Eight. Eight points of damage. You watch as the blade slices through the leather armor like it wasn't there, leaving this blue trait, like almost like a nebula behind it. And then his body just splits. Oh. Oh. I'm so sorry. That was amazing, but also awful. I just wanted him to stop. You need to use that more often. Really. Really. I can't look. You do look a little bit weird when you use it, though. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to run back to the stairs and look down at them to see if the first guy is actually dead. And I guess I'll see him crumple. You see darkness. <laughs> oh, there's nothing down there. Okay. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, I can't see it. It's pitch black and right. your dark vision, literally, you don't have any. So it's just pitch blackness. We still don't I imagine this one's um, dead. You're not initiative. Uh, Arvel is like, now are these things going to melt out of me or what? He's just like, ah. <laughs> I, I've never done it on a human before. Dwarf, What does that mean? I, it's usually training dummies or bags of sand. I'm sorry. It's not the first time I've been mistaken for a bag of sand. Oh, really? <laughs> sister, sister, please. And you watch as the priestess woman is like, I'll deal with you in a second, dwarf. Please, I must te- check on my charge. And she's going to go back to the back room. She like looks in. She's like, Corin, is she all right? Uh, yes, yes, she's fine. She's fine. I thought that that thing was going to come in here. Um, can I very tentatively, like, 
I don't know. I like go to shut his eyes, but realize he's wearing a mask. mask. Yeah, it's like this. Yeah, and then I want to start searching him like desperately, like for any orders or like any, mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. So you search over the body, um, and you find yeah, he's got like this toughened black leather armor underneath the cloak, uh, a dagger that he threw, and then you see that he has um, like a leather cuff with a small charm, like a, an electrum charm. It's probably worth about five silver. It's just like a little kind of like, um, yeah, like a little charm of a sword. Is there anything to identify, like, maybe who he's... Look at them. Oh, okay. Not really. The only, the only reason you even know what they are is because you've encountered them before. Um, can we still hear fighting and screaming? Yeah. From yes, from above you, yes. Above. And you can also begin... The fire that you hit does die out. Like, it was just like a little spark that kind of like... But it doesn't take hold. But there is the sound of... You can hear like crackling flames coming from like above. Um, you still hear the thunderstorm going on outside, and the ship is still lurching. Um, all of you, you've, you're Sky Citizen, so you come from the Sky City, so you've probably been on an airship before. Uh, the rest of you, if you can make perception checks for me, actually, Lucius, you don't need to make this. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, unnatural twenty. Natural twenty. Uh, unnatural twenty. 20. Uh, perception. 11. 11. Um, so those of you who got above 15 and Lucius, you, now that this kind of immediate danger's out of the way, and although you've been feeling the ship lurch and tilt, it's now the first time that you've realized that the ship is descending very quickly. It's not dropping out of the sky, but you imagine it is going down. Like, the ship is crashing. Um, it's just doing it at a point where it's not nose diving. It's just kind of going in a steady descent down. Um, friends, and by that I mean Sentry and you other guys. Well, we're going down. We do. Yes. We're, what do you What do you mean? The ship. It's going down. We are going down. We're going to crash. It's sort of very. Why do these things exist? They're stupid. Quite. They're quite, beautiful, but yes, it's going quite, down. Court. Court of Shadows. He's I don't from, care. He's from the court of. It's Kellis and Starbeam's forces. Where do you? I agree. Where does this thing? Where's the controls for this thing? Fix uh, it. Uh, Fix it. Uh, controls. The rest uh, of them don't seem to notice, but you notice that when you say that, the priestess kind of like like her eyes go wide, but she doesn't say anything. Uh, the dwarf is just like, what? That doesn't. We need to figure out. Let's. The, the captain. She must be up on the top deck of the ship. She'll know what's going on. That's where all the fighting is. But what else? What can we do? Looks... I say that's all we can do. Right, Keep let's... fighting. Yeah. Come on, guys. All right, I'll follow you. So you guys uh, gonna make your way around? Yeah. Can I like so, dive into my room yeah. and grab my books? <laughs> yeah. You guys can grab your luggage and stuff yeah, like I'm that if you want stuff. to. Um, <laughs> do we have any idea based on how it's falling? And do we know how high we were before? Like, do I yeah, you would have been at very. You would have been extremely high altitude, okay. like near kind of cloud level, kind of like plane kind of level. Okay. Um, given the time of night, and again, it's difficult for you to tell because you're an aerocrocker and you're used to flying, kind of. Feeling it out, you think maybe like five, ten minutes before you hit, like, if you hit, you might hit water, you're not quite sure where you are, you can't see, you might hit ocean, you might hit mountains, you could hit land, you don't know. I don't know who Cali Starburn is, but we don't have time, we have to, we've got like, not long left. I'm putting my stuff on. So while they're putting stuff on, Ayla, you run round, uh, you know, because you've been on the ship for a few days, you run past the galley where you've been taking your meals, and you go towards the, the stairs that lead up to the deck. 
and you see that the entire stairwell has collapsed inwards. Um, part of like a mast has fallen on it and smashed the floorboards down, but it is also on fire. You can see like flames are trickling and roaring through it. Cargo has fallen in. It's just a mess. Like it's a complete, you know, crush of debris. But you can see like little gaps and you can see like some of the ship's crew wearing sort of like loose sailor's tunics, wielding like curved cutlasses. They're like fighting off similar kind of mask skull figures. Um, and you can see occasionally hear like, cracks of magic, you can hear kind of um, snaps and, and uh, you know, slices of weapons, mm. steel upon steel. Okay, I'll relay that back to the guys. Uh, would I know if there was another way sort of off the ship from down here? That's what I'm thinking too. Mm. Uh, there, is the bo- there is a boarding platform, which is at the bottom of the ship, but it would potentially just lead you into open sky. Um, the captain or any of the crew would probably know more of the procedures for crashes. They don't do mm. safety videos, unfortunately, on Damn. Sky <laughs> um, <clears throat> I suppose we'd know the captain. We'd know he's not. You've, you've met Falthea uh, Elisendris. She's a high elf uh, windmaster, a, cast, a skyship captain. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, she's either in her quarters down below or she's on the top deck fighting. Oh, uh, Ayla, you didn't, you just looked up, you just glanced up, you didn't see if you could see her specifically but in our bedrooms are there uh they're windows ports. yeah there's portholes yes yeah. mm-hmm. yep yeah you can yeah. go to one of those if i'm gonna you want. run out century century you've got grippy hands right <laughs> could you grip onto the hole and maybe climb out of a hole i might be able you're too big is there a hole where lucius Oh, yeah, it's not a full hole now, it okay. kind of just scorched it, but Ayla saw that there are holes in this kind of crash stairwell that could go out. Or you could probably break a window. If you're thinking of sending Echo, yeah. you could probably smash one of these portholes and he could fly up and yeah. out. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll send, Ooh, I'll send Echo idea. through. Yeah. That yeah. makes far more sense. Okay. <laughs> you go into a room, it's less um, yes. you smash that and you send Echo out. Just before you do that, uh, anybody else doing anything? Uh, you see Arvel, uh, uh, the sister is currently tending to Arvel, like pulling out shards and things like that, but... He's obviously injured. Can I go to the sister? Yeah, she's currently tending on Arvel. She's like, I... I'm just going to say, you know. You know who they are. And I I know what you are. I have heard the stories, yes. Are they coming for your ward? I I don't know. I don't know. Who Uh, is she? That is a longer story than we have time for. Myself and my fellow brother have been charged in in taking her to Gusthaven. That's all I know without being able to spend time at exacerbating the story. But yes, uh, maybe, but I don't see why. She's just an orphan girl, one that we've been tasked to charge with. She may have some magical, latent magical power, but that's it. Enough for the court to want her? No, absolutely not. If they, if this is indeed the Court of Shadows from the Dark War, then I have no idea why they are here. Are they after any of you? That was my first thought, is, is you're all a colourful bunch of, of travellers. Perhaps they're after one of you or, or something you have. They might be after my business. No. You don't know my business! Uh, (laughs) Sorry, sorry, that was very rude of me. Looking inside, you see, uh, now you see a gentleman and a uh, young woman. Uh, I do have miniatures for them, I can't find the other one. Uh, You see uh, a fellow wearing the same kind of Siaska priest robes um, kind of step out, and you can see he's kind of got one arm round this kind of young girl's shoulder. She's now dressed. Looks like that in the commotion, she's just quickly put on some traveling clothes. They've both got bags. You can see they've got backpacks and satchels. Um, he's like, Yusuf, what's going on? Uh, and she's like, Corin, I don't know. 
they were figures. Perhaps, perhaps they were the Court of Shadows. I don't know, but we just need to keep her safe. And I think that we should stick with these uh, travelers for now. They seem very competent. We should stick with them. We're about to crash. These guys are all talking a lot. Um, uh, yeah, talking. so there's something downstairs, guys. Some, something was uh, making some noise. Uh. So at this point, we see Echo. And he flies up. So Echo kind of flies out, and the wind is almost throws him backwards. He kind of has to, like, he kind of, like, pushes forward and upwards. Um, and he kind of makes his way, and he kind of bobs up, very gently kind of like peeks up onto the deck, and he can see that there are already a ton of dead crew members, and perhaps only oh, a few no. left fighting. You recognize a half-orc navigator covered in big tattoos, Aww. big burly arms, and he's just got these two heavy maces, and he's just like smashing into like two of these guys fighting. Yep. And then the captain is actually at the back of the ship, near where the stairs would lead up, by the wheel. She's got one hand on this wheel and you can see these power lines are feeding into a core crystal at the center of the wheel and they're kind of flowing down her veins almost like she's channeling magic into it. And she's got a rapier in one hand and she's like parrying and like fending one of them off. And she's just like, ah, keep it going Reefbreaker. We've got to keep this thing from falling, from nose diving and stuff like that. Um, and you can see like this all going on. There does seem to be one of these figures. He's got the same almost identical outfit but he's actually carrying a physical greatsword and he's just stood at the back gesturing um, and you can hear like, enough, stop playing with them, kill them now. Okay. Um, and like some of the others are like rushing up and trying to fight them and things like that, but he's avoiding the combat so far. Okay, cool. Um, but not cool. Um, I am suddenly, even though I'm panicking quite a lot, I'm trying to stay as calm as possible and thinking about any stories of airships crashing and where the safest place to be in that situation <laughs> sure. is. Um, Give me a, just a straight up intelligence check. So D20 plus intelligence modifier. Uh, D20, that's, uh, that's 16 plus one, so 17. 17, yeah. You would probably, you, you've spent being, you were once a messenger guild. You trained to be in the messenger guild. Yeah. And as part of that, you would have done a lot of, you know, training with airship crews. You would have delivered messages or couriered, you know, packages to airships. And you probably would have spoken to a few captains. There is always safety measures. There are normally things called glide cloths, which are basically like parachutes. They're enchanted um, ethereum cloth mm -hmm. that you can use to basically slowly descend. Um, they're kind of like, they're deployed almost like a little harness. Yeah. Um, they'll be secured somewhere on the ship. Um, if you did have to crash, you'd probably be best off where you are, securing yourself in the galley and finding ways to just strap yourselves in so you're not thrown around. Because one of the yeah. worst things is debris crushing you or like things falling on top of you and things like that. Right. Um, <laughs> does anyone have any plans? Because I think, I think this might be a crash situation. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> what so? are you talking about, Aaron? Well, I don't want to alarm anyone, but I think this might hit the ground and potentially kill everyone okay. aboard. Uh, well, the, the young girl for the first time speaks and she's like, I think telling us that the ship is about to crash is pretty alarming in the first place. Okay, um, She's right. well, don't worry, I'm sure it'll be fine. Technically, We're going to crash. Technically <laughs> speaking, we are in the safest area. If we just find our way to secure ourselves so that when we crash, we're not hit by debris, we're probably going to land in water depending on where we were in the air flight. Uh, it's fine. Just go in the galley, find somewhere safe, strap yourself in. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to run There's still fighting it. going on up there. Well, there won't be once we crash. How yeah. are we going to get up there? There's, I don't know, can we break our way through? Uh, you have a hammer. If we go uh, up, are you going on Echo, or do you want to come bring him I back? I can bring in? Echo down, and I can relay the information to these guys and be like, cool, so the captain and the... Yeah. First mate. Face, first mate are up there fighting. How, how many are up there? Knowing we need to help them so we can get the ship. 
Okay, I'm going to start going back right here. Does it look like I can start smashing this? So the fire has gotten more intense and is now starting to spread. Anyone outwards. got water? I have ice. Ice. Uh, okay. All right, the fire is now beginning to kind of creep skip out. Skip along. Looking up. So you turn around the corner and it's like blazing flames. You can see that the, the large mast is enormous. It's maybe like 10 foot diameter and it's smashed through where the stairs were. And it's just basically crushed the entirety of the stairs and oh, filled wow. it in with debris. Can I try and like Eldritch Blast a hole through the roof? Sure. Just, you up. don't need to roll to hit. Just roll damage for me. Damage. Uh, so it's a d10, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. You missed. <laughs> Is that a one? Yeah, that's a one. Yeah, that's a one. <laughs> you, as you blast it upwards, it hits the wood and you see it scorch and mark. It, does, it seems incredibly tough. Um, but you would kind of, as you blast it, you, most airships have ethereum infused wood, which is lighter and stronger than like most stuff. Mm. The fact that the stairs have collapsed, it must have been such a weight from this mast falling that it's basically, that's, you know, shattered it. I think this is out of my uh, skill set. It's quite a lot of fire. And I have tiny knives. Um, I saw it, I went into Arvin's body. <laughs> Judging by the rate of fire and knowing what this ship is made out of, I don't think this is gonna gonna get through anytime soon. I'm just still like. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we either need to brace for There's gotta be some other way off this thing. We could go down. Down. There's something down there. There might be some. Um, uh, we can cloth. see. Um, gliding cloth. Gliding cloths. That's the one. Yes, yes, Sails. Yes. Sails. Uh, no, no, that's up. Uh, Enchanted downstairs. cloths. Enchanted cloths. Downstairs. You can hear it, can you? Can you hear? Hear what? Can you hear the thing that's uh, down there? Well, you're passive, yeah, like, you can hear like... In fact, actually, I would say that you just barely hear this kind of like... This heavy breathing. Does it sound like before? The same thing? Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't sound like... It doesn't sound like a humanoid. It's, it's, it's like something a... Something else, though. Oh... What? Uh, there's, um... But it's, it's like it's moving around down there. Like it fades out, because you've got such... You're so good at hearing and, and things like that that like you're kind of listening and it kind of drifts away and then it comes mm. back um, and it drifts away. I'm just like, well, I mean, I just don't want to stand around here and do nothing if this ship's crashing. I've got my merchandise and I'm not losing out on my business. Correct. Daddy uh, would be so pissed. What is your merchandise? You got Does light, have to be a big someone... monster? <laughs> no. Okay. You can <laughs> yeah, send light, can't you? Not meaning to alarm yes. anyone here. <laughs> yes. Send it down. Okay. I coalesce dancing lights. Okay. Uh, which is three or no four torch size lights. Okay. And I'm going to just so we'll like stagger them like doo yeah. Doo doo doo. One, two, three, four. Okay. Oh, and then wow. spread them out. So for a brief flicker, Quill, who happens to be stood there, ten foot radius each one. Such high passive perception. The lights go down, and you see for a second the flicker of a large, kind of made from metal and crystal, but the metal is dark like the night, like almost blackened metal. This kind of steel jaw and this panther-like body kind of like very briefly touches the edge of the light, seems to realize what it is, and then into the darkness. Um, what would I need to make a roll to recognize anything like that? Uh, give me a arcana check. Okay, arcana, that's an unnatural 20. I rolled that as Unnatural well. 20. Unnatural. You have heard of some creatures like this. I mean, obviously, Sentry is a guardian who is a construct, and after the guardians, the knowledge of how to build guns was lost, there's been a lot of attempts to create 
um, constructs and similar things before. It's some sort of golem. Um, you're not really sure what though. Like it, yeah, it's clearly made of metal. You don't think it's like a living creature. It's some sort of construct or a golem. Um, you've heard of them sometimes. Like you've heard kind of stories that like in in parts of the lowlands where there is a lot of um, what they call remnant activity, these kind of like last vestiges of the Dark War, oh. there are these kind of creatures that stalk the night and snatch people away. Sentry, uh, sentry, sentry. Hello. Um, uh, there's a, um, a big, um, it's like you, if it looked monstrous um, and big and had teeth. Uh, do you know what that is? Also, uh, what's it doing on here <laughs> with us? I can't um, see anything. Can I do like a perception check on it? I've got, yeah. I've still got sure. Quill's D4 to add sure. to my ability check as yeah. well. Would um, <laughs> Nova know anything from her? You can, is, seeing as it's a cantrip, you could just cast guidance again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Would Nova know anything from? Like, you can make an Arcana check. Uh, and it would be, you can make. Would you want to try and just see it, or do you want to try and remember information about? I'll it? I'll try and remember information. That would be a history check. History check. And cool. I'll give you advantage because of your um, yeah. circumstance. Cool. So you can roll twice and take the highest. I'm going to roll the twenty again. Goodbye. So seventeen is pretty good, but see if you get anything higher. Four. Four. So take the seventeen. Yeah. Plus you the Let four from the guidance. Oh, you already had the D4, so yeah, so four, so add four to the 17. Okay. 21. 21, 21 plus and your history bonus. And my history bonus is minus one, so it's 23. <laughs> so 20. 23. Okay. Well, still, still high. So, still good yeah. enough. Uh, 23. You remember, you remember designs of Starbane and his forces. Uh, one of his commanders, these kind of demigod commanders, loved to tinker and create, and was kind of inspired by the Guardians to create his own soldiers for the enemy and they created these things called stalkers. And they sound pretty similar, made from black metal and crystal, but they have almost powers of the night where if they're in darkness, they, you know, they, their predatory instincts are, are stronger. They can also kind of drain the life of people around them. They can kind of send out this pulse okay. and to drain life around them. Um, and they're pretty vicious. You kind of have, like they were kind of created very near the end of, end of the ward, kind okay. of similar time when you were, um, cool. and yeah. You probably would never have fought one, but you definitely heard of them. Yeah, um, okay. So I'd want to get these guys out of the way. <laughs> okay. So yeah, what'd you do? You'd like come over and... I'd come over and take a defensive stance in front of them and just let them know, guys, this is a bad situation for you guys. You need to okay. be really careful. Maybe we don't go in there. Yeah. Sentry, to... do you know if that thing would survive, let's say, for example, an airship crashing into the ground? I would assume not. That's okay, we can stay here. <laughs> I'm gonna go buckle myself up. See you later. But it quite potentially, it wouldn't be enough to destroy me maybe, so I feel like maybe they would survive. Oh. So, at this point, what would you all like to do? <laughs> I'm running to the bedroom and I'm gonna ice myself to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're gonna go take, you're gonna basically- Under the bed. So, is my understanding, well, what do you want to do? Because you want to fight stuff. I want to try and smash up to the deck somehow, but there's no other way to get up other than this that I know of. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. no other stairways that we know of that go up on the These ships the, are pretty slim and Ooh. they're kind of built to be kind of quick and speedy. And you've seen um, me try and blast through yeah. the roof. There's no way to go up. <laughs> The only way it seems you could go, yeah, it's like potentially there might be these, um, there's the platform and the glide cloth down, but there is also this beast. Um, what would you like to do? Can we take it? We can try. 
I'm like, Awful's like, I'm like now that's my cool kind of talk. <laughs> well, look, we can look. sit here and hope to die. We're or we probably going to die out. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with not? the elf. No, we're not. I'm like at my door and I turn around like, we can take, no. Oh, sentry, please. Look, Awful <laughs> turns around and like, you, none of y'all need to come this way. I don't know none of you, but if, listen, lady, Ayla, was it? Yeah. If you want to go down there, I'm with you. I'd rather go down fighting than stay up here and die by being crushed to death. I get on an airship once and it freaking crashes. This it's is the safest way to fly. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I'm going out fighting. Statistically, they are quite safe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. But listen, well, I'm up. I'm game. I could use your help. Out of interest, uh, how long has it been? minutes okay i don't think how i've been crashy counting. are we feeling yeah how, <laughs> how, a few minutes crash does the yeah. ship you can still feel like <laughs> it listing and like yeah um you're not okay. sure why are we this fight you have no so idea so the glide cluster like where this we don't know if there is any okay it's a risk I mean, i'm not willing to take you you haven't seen anything like that on this level you've not really gone down to the bottom level because it's mainly for storage and the crew which is where it might be if that's, the only where way the, to go. that's also where the, the platform is, where the um the the kind of like launch what's it called? Launch ladder bay. Uh, bay. I don't know what it's called. Bay doors. Bay yeah, bay doors, sure. Yeah. yeah. Cargo. Cargo bay. bay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. <laughs> Millennium I mean, Falcon. Yeah. I, I guess I'd quite like the to sketch thing. it. If if you That's the spirit Nova, just, sketch it. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> later. I'll just get later. No, if you fight it, I'll sketch it. Sketch it later, like, Nova. Whisper in her ear, just like uh, big teeth, really big teeth. Maybe the sister. <laughs> I'm literally gonna start like. <laughs> the sister gestures. She looks to the other two. She's just like, Corin, take her and and strap yourselves into the galley. If we find anything, I will come back and get you. But do not risk coming down if you if I do not come back for you. I will go with them. Uh, try and aid my healing if I can. And she's gonna come in behind you as well. Um, Panther like you say. Oh, yeah, it's very... Okay. I'm going to take the pen out of Nova's hand. So, Quill. I'm doing Quill. a courage check. Darling. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. What do you, do you make it, I reckon that would be a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> wisdom saving throws versus fear, generally. Fifteen. Oh, that's in it. You, yeah. Gonna Daddy would ice. approve. It's <laughs> 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 for you, Daddy. I would also say oh, Lucius God. might have the thought of... He's not sure if these people... If they do kill it and get these parachutes, you're not sure if they would actually come and give you one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's going on under the surface. Honest, yeah. So, Ayla, you are leading the way. So, just give me a give me a descending order here, so I know who's going down in the in the. Corridor. Well, this guy's. Uh, I yeah, he's I'm, dead. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> next to Ayla, uh, Nova. Arvel. Sorry. All right. Yeah, so Arvel. So Ayla, Arvel, Sentry, Quill, Nova, Lucius, and then Sister Yusuf at the back. She can be next to me, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, you guys descend down. We're not going to be using the map cam anymore, Steve, if you want to turn that off to the character portraits. You descend down into a large black space and you can see that this large dark... I mean, for those of you who don't have dark vision, it is near pitch black. There are no portholes, there's no light naturally coming it's, in here. The light dancing light. lights, they give off very dim, like 10 feet radius kind of light. There's four of them. Four Look, lights. Spread them out. So they, he, spread, he kind of spreads them out and you watch these kind of hovering, I guess like blue, orange and different colored globes. And they're spend, spreading this kind of multicolored light, but it's over a large area and they're so dim that there are all these elongated shadows. You see like big stacks, most of which have fallen over, but these kind of create these like large piles of cargo. Um, rigging, like wood, like roped rigging, kind of hanging down, hammocks. And you begin making your way down there, and it's for those of you who don't have dark vision, you're struggling to see. Those of you who do just see these kind of shapes 
and maybe you just catch glimpses of like movement and then it's gone. You look that way again, it's not there. And then suddenly from behind you, you almost begin to hear this movement, but nothing jumps out at you immediately. Um, may I suggest, I heard that these things don't like uh, light or at least they come out in the dark. You got hard? No. I got nothing. This is what I've got. I'm going to surround us with the dancing lights. Uh, Sister Yusef is like, I, I can provide a bit more. And she gen gestures to the holy symbol and this silvery light. But again, it's just around you guys. Like, it's it's kind of creating like a, you know, Gandalf in the Minds of Moria. Like, yeah, can I have one, uh, like, a dancing light at the front of the party, sides and so back. So you're just continuously shifting them just by casting moving them around stuff. us. <laughs> um, so you watch as uh, you begin making your way. And then the, the foot... You're kind of stumbling through the dark. You're kind of Ayla's leading you around like these piles of like cardboard, uh, not cardboard, these piles of wooden boxes, storage barrels, and then you see bodies. You begin oh. to see the other crew members, oh, the ones that were sleeping, just torn apart and shredded. Um, and you can see blood kind of pooling out and staining the Ethereum wood. And then at the very back of the room, you can see kind of slatted storeroom of which you can see hung up these kind of like leather harnesses. And then just as you begin taking the movement, something large and predatory springs out of the darkness. And that's where we're going to take a break. Oh! oh boy. Thanks for listening to the High Rollers podcast. Don't forget to check out our next episode and please do rate us on iTunes.